Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to talk about the upcoming Spider-Man 3, the MCU version of Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland in the lead. Uh, but I want to talk about the good and the bad of this upcoming particular film. Now it looks like it's going to be a Spider-Verse film, but you know it's still called Spider-Man 3, so I'm still going to call it Spider-Man 3. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be MCU's version of a Spider-Verse, a live-action Spider-Verse. We did have, um, I think it was two years ago, wasn't it? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the uh, animated version from Sony. But this is the live-action one from the MCU. So, a whole bunch of news has broken in the uh, last couple of days. Uh, the first of which, well, the, the oldest of the news is that Alfred Maloney, um, or Maloney, uh, is going to be returning as Doc Ock, or Dr. Octopus, however you want to sort of say that, Doc Ock, just for whatever, um, so he, yeah, he played, of course, Doc Ock in, uh, the Tobey Maguire, the Sam Raimi films, um, of Spider-Man 2, because there was three of those, and then he, he was in the second one, um, interesting so what i'm going to do i'm going to just list all the bits of news and then go through the good and what i think is going to be the 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 bad or the parts that don't make sense or the parts that i would change i suppose so alfred maloney back as uh doc ock from from spider-man 2 joining spider-man 3 now as far as i know most of the next ones are either in talks or possibly confirmed or maybe confirmed but not fully confirmed uh so you got jamie fox uh, returning as Electro from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. What a great film that was. Um, I'm being sarcastic. I really didn't like it at all. I think it's probably the worst uh, Spider-Man film out of all of them. Uh, so you've got Jamie Foxx returning as Electro from Spider-Man 2. Then uh, I did read yesterday that uh, I think it's Kirsten Dunst. Kristen Dunst. Um, who played Mary Jane in the whole trilogy, the whole uh, Sam Raimi trilogy. She's meant to be coming back. I did hear some small little talk about Gwen Stacy coming back, but I didn't actually see any proper news about that. I just saw some discussion. I suppose it was like, okay, if Mary Jane's returning, uh, why can't you bring back Gwen Stacy? Which makes sense, I suppose. Uh, speaking of um, uh, the characters that were with them, it looks like possibly Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, who played Peter Parker Spider-Man in the first trilogy and in the double film, I suppose, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, because uh, Andrew Garfield was in those. So you got that. Then you had news yesterday break that uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil uh, from the Netflix Defenders shows um, is, again, in talks to uh, return to uh, play uh, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, of course, on screen. Um, we last saw him, I think it was in 2018, the third season of Daredevil. Uh, the other one that was uh, noted out there, or that was confirmed as well, is um, Benedict Cumberbatch's um, Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man 3. Uh, that, that, there's two that I know that are like fully confirmed, which is Doctor Strange and um, Doc Ock, Alfred Maloney, and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Now, Doctor Strange makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm not going to spoil the ending of Far From Home either. Um, just in case some of you haven't seen it. This is more a discussion about the, the, the good and the bad of this sort of casting. And the characters returning and what they're trying to do here. Um, but yeah, you got Doctor Strange coming in. That makes a lot of sense. Matt Murdock coming in as Daredevil. Uh, or Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock Daredevil uh, coming back in. That makes a lot of sense as well. Um, 
So, yeah, those are most of the confirmed, or not confirmed, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Uh, two of the confirmed, Doctor Strange and, and Doc Ock, and then the others are also all sort of in talks or rumoured. Because um, there was the big news yesterday that was spread around about uh, Daredevil coming back. So, I'll start off with the bad, and then I'll get to the good. Because I do think that there's more good to talk about here than bad, but there's there's one very big particular sort of... Okay, that doesn't make sense. I have concerns about that kind of thing. So, you're ba- you're basically what you are trying to do here is do a Spider-Verse Sinister Six type of film. Because we've already got Shocker set up. We've already got Vulture set up. We've got Doc Ock returning. We've got Electro coming in. Uh, I think you only need one or two more villains to make the uh, Sinister Six. I think that's four, isn't it? Maybe. Uh, but you need a couple more villains to... Um, make the Sinister Six, so we'll see where they go with all that. Um, so part of this Spider-Verse, this multiverse thing that they're doing, and I'm all for the MCU's multiverse thing that they got going on here, I don't really want to see... First of all, I, no disrespect to Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, especially to Andrew, Maga- uh, Andrew Garfield, who I feel that his, his two films were a lot worse, not down to him. I think they're they're both very good Peter Parkers and Spider-Man. Um, but I think I, I myself am ready to just like, okay, let's move on from them a little bit. I, I just don't need to see them again. That's, that's just me. The part of this that doesn't really make sense and where I'd actually make a change. So if Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield do come back into these roles, um, you're then going to have three Peter Parkers? On screen, because don't forget the actual lead star here, which is supposed to be Tom Holland as Peter Parker Spider Man. So you're gonna have him in this as Peter Parker Spider Man, Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker Spider Man, and Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker Spider Man. I don't really want to see. Now I've got an alternative in a minute, so just stick with me. I don't really want to see three Peter Parkers on screen and three Spider Man on screen that. I know that, you know, they're a bit different ages and that sort of thing. And they are a little bit different. Their costumes are different, that kind of thing. They're not the exact same copy of Spider-Man. But they are all the normal version of Spider-Man. It's not, this, is, this isn't Spider-Man 20, 2099. This isn't Spider-Man Noir. This isn't one of those other different ones. Um, they're all the same version of Spider-Man. The only differences between the three of them is uh, Tobey Maguire's... Um, Spider-Man had organic had uh, organic webs, and Andrews. From what I remember from Andrews, Andrews and Tom's have got the web shooter thing. Those are the only differences in terms of the actual Spider-Man, because um, of their, their Peter Parker personalities are going to be a bit different. But they're supposed to be the same, the same normal Peter Parker that we know. They're a little bit different in age, that sort of thing. But they're supposed to be the same version, just slightly changed in a way but the only core differences between those three the three versions is toby's organic web web shooter thing uh which basically came out of his arm or something i thought that was a bit stupid um not terrible just a weird idea but whatever uh and then you got um uh toms and uh andrews who have the web shooter things if you're gonna like i'm all for a live action spider-man film i quite liked uh, I think it was 2018's, like I said, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. But the thing that I like about that, as opposed to what's going on here, almost all of the versions of Spider-Man were different. I know that you did have two different um, uh, 
Peter Parker's. But there there was like a big story reason for that. I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to spoil uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. But all the others, I mean, you had like Spider-Ham and all these other different ones. And, and you know, Miles and uh, Gwen Stacy and all these sorts of other ones. To me, if you're going to do a live action version of Spider-Man. Instead of having three Peter Parkers on screen. Which, it just feels a bit silly to, to do that. I get the sort of nostalgia, they're coming back, you know, Tobey Maguire is, you know, people love his Spider-Man, that kind of thing. But if you're going to do this, why can't you have a live-action version of, okay, put put Tom's in there, because he's the current one anyway. Put his Peter Parker Spider-Man in there. Why don't you cast a new, because we haven't had a live-action version of Miles, I don't think. We've had two different kind of animated ones, because we've got the video game version, and we've got the uh, Spider-Verse version. Why don't you cast a live-action Miles, and then, well, if you bring back Andrew's, Andrew's uh, Gwen Stacy, I can't remember the, um, you know, his on-screen interest, love interest, uh, th- that version of Gwen Stacy... If you bring her back, maybe if if you're actually going to bring her back, which was one of the more rumored things from from yesterday, make her Spider Gwen, because what I would prefer on screen is to have Peter played by Tom, um, and then the actress who played uh, Gwen to return, because it would make sense to do it with her instead of get a new version of Gwen, because that version of Gwen is connected to Andrew's version um and then cast a new version of of miles i think that that would be so much better and it wouldn't look i just think it would be really weird to have three like there's probably going to be a scene when they all come together and they all you know had this um scenery kind of shot of the, the three of them standing on top of a building or something like that they'll all take their their uh masks off so you, you see all the different all the different three the three sort of generations of spider-man I get that, but I think I'm. I think just in order to maybe tell a better story here, I just think it makes more sense to do a live-action version of Miles and then bring the old version of Gwen back. I just think that that makes sense, and I actually think it would be really good story-wise if um, Andrew's um, Spider-Man came back and then his Gwen Stacy came back, and then she became Spider Gwen. And then you could have that come together. That would just... It would make more... Now you can still actually do that. And then you can still have Toby's and Andrew's um, there as well. Um, but I don't know. It just makes more sense to me to, to do uh, Miles on screen. Because haven't, we haven't had Miles in, in live action yet. And that would be really cool. We've had Gwen Stacy on screen. But she's not been Sp- uh, Spider-Gwen yet. So that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's the bad side that I want to talk about. I, I don't want that to to really happen um i suppose the way that um you know if you're gonna do all these returning characters and stuff maybe have like have like a retired version of of um toby and andrews kind of or especially toby's uh have like a retired version of their characters do like a logan style kind of thing with them maybe where they're sort of they're a bit older they're they're you know retired and that kind of thing me i i don't know just i don't (laughs) i just don't want three versions of peter parker on the screen at the same time it might work better than what i think at the moment it might like you know i'm not writing the film i I don't know what's gonna how it's gonna look but i just think it would be better if you did miles and gwen on screen instead um so i i feel like i'm the only person who doesn't actually want this as well like i'm i'm all for 
like Doc Ock coming back and Electro and all all these other characters that are, that are coming back as well, and, and especially the Doctor Strange and um, Daredevil stuff. That that that's more consequential to the story and more important to the story. It would feel to me like if Toby and Andrews, uh, Peter Parker's came back and they suited up, that would just be a little bit like I I can't think at the moment of what impact that would have on the story other than just maybe a bit of nostalgia. Um, I'm I'm not really sure. So. Uh, but let's talk about the uh, good parts here. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. So the parts that I think are quite good here, as I've sort of already hinted to a little bit. Doctor Strange being in there for the reasons that he's in there. Uh, Matt Murdock as Daredevil coming back. Now there's a lot of reasons why Daredevil being in this film would be very very good. Now don't get me wrong Doctor Strange being in here would be or or going to be in here is going to be really really good. The difference there obviously with uh, Daredevil as opposed to Doctor Strange. We've had Doctor Strange in the MCU. He's met Peter. He's met Spider-Man. You know we've already established him in the MCU. The the thing that I think is going to be really really cool and interesting is okay if Daredevil does come into this film, and for the reasons he's probably going to be in here, you can then start because what what Disney's really with what Disney and Marvel's really trying to do with the whole MCU is like okay we brought back the rights to Fantastic Four and X Men with the whole Fox thing. We've got. Um, you know, Spider-Man back at least at the moment. There's obviously that bit. There's a bit of a struggle there with Sony, isn't there? As opposed to like, you know, what what's what's going to happen with that in the future? Because you got the Venom thing, and that's not connected yet, and that's a bit of a side story. And then you got Morbius, which had um, Vulture in the trailer, and, and and that sort of thing. So there's there's a little bit less connective tissue there. 
but I think what's going to really work here and what I think they're actually trying to do is um, if you, you know, you're going to have the Fantastic Four and X-Men back eventually that's going to be really good that's going to connect to the MCU just make the MCU this bigger thing this bigger connected thing as well I think if you did go over to the let's just say the Defenders characters not not the Netflix characters because they're not Netflix characters they just had shows that were on Netflix the Defenders characters and then you bring in uh, Daredevil and Punisher Iron Fist Luke Cage Jessica Jones and then all, all the all the other characters that were in those uh, shows as well I think if you revive those shows on Hulu, which is what I've been saying since 2018, since the whole Netflix deal kind of crumbled and all those shows got cancelled, I think reviving them for Hulu makes a lot of sense. Um, FX could work as well because um, Disney owns owns both of those things. Um, you couldn't re- you couldn't do it on like ABC or f- or Freeform or something. I know that Cloak and Dagger was pretty dark at some points, but I think you need I think you need the advantages of something like a Hulu to, to, to bring them back. So yeah, revive those shows for Hulu. Not maybe every single one of them. You can do like some smaller ones or like you could do um uh what's it called? I can't remember the name of the, the story, but when it's when Iron Fist and Luke Cage team up. Hero I think it's called Heroes for Hire, isn't it? Do a show like that instead of having them separately and then bring the other the others in. But what I was going to say, a good way to bring um, Daredevil in, in a connected way to the MCU, is to, yes, to have him show up in, in this film, for the different reasons he's going to probably be in here. I think that's a great way to bring him in, I think that's a good way to bring back a pretty perfectly cast version of Matt, Mur- Matt Murdock and Daredevil. Um, you probably would then need to, you know, get Vincent, D- Vincent D'Onofrio back as um, Kingpin, get, um, is, Deb- is it Deborah? something her name um who played uh matt's friend i can't think of her name at the moment for some reason but bring her back in um as well uh but bring them in more for the like the hulu show i don't i'm not expecting her to kind of come up in um in spider-man 3 but yeah i think that op- opening the door to this whole multiverse thing with with one division and Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and then putting Doctor Strange in this film, and then putting Daredevil into this film, just opens up so many doors for what they're going to probably do with this multiverse. And uh, the the one thing I didn't want to kind of happen was, okay, you've got really, really good casted versions of um, Matt Murdock here with uh, Charlie Cox. You've got a really, really good version of Kingpin here with Vincent D'Onofrio. And you've got a really, really good version of Punisher with uh, John Bernthal. Of course, that that would be a little bit of a separate thing. I'm not expecting Punisher to be in Spider-Man 3. Uh, that wouldn't really make a lot of sense either. But then you could do future things. Like, you could have um, Spider-Man fighting with Kingpin. You know, Vincent D'Onofrio's version of Kingpin. Then you could have Daredevil helping him and all sorts of other things. That's just... that's None of those things are kind of happening at the moment. But that's the doors that this could all open up. So that's that's some of the really, really good parts here, I think, as well. Uh, so that's kind of the Daredevil and Doctor Strange portion of this. The other good part, um, a little bit less so with Electro. Maybe Electro is just kind of okay, cool, bring him back. That that's just sort of an addition to the Sinister Six. Same with Doctor uh, Octopus or Doc Ock. Uh, Alfred Maloney was brilliant as Doc Ock in in that particular film. I think he's going to come back, do a really really good job. Who knows? Maybe he sticks around for another film, or I don't know. You could do a lot of things with him as well i mean you could even have again potential future kind of thing you could even have a scene 
uh, either in a Hulu show or some sort of film to where you've got uh, Spider-Man and Daredevil maybe teaming up against Doc Ock and Kingpin. That would be brilliant. Can you think of how good that would be? Um, yeah, we can we, we can we can dream about those sorts of things, I suppose, uh, as well. There's also been, I think, different comics where like Spider-Man has teamed up with maybe Punisher or something like that. Again, you could do... I just think all, the, all these different announcements... Of Daredevil and uh, all these other kind of characters coming back. And Spider-Man still being there for now. Let's hope that that deal gets greenlit again. Because it will need to be greenlit again for the future. Uh, There's a lot of potential of what they could do. I think the one actual big obstacle here. As I've kind of hinted to. Is the Disney-Sony deal. Because it did almost end up getting Spider-Man written out. Now I never actually thought that that was going to happen. Because let's face it. There's too much money there for Disney to, to make. And... With the progress that they've made so far with Spider-Man and how you know he's a massive future character for the for the MCU, it would be it would be a bigger loss, a much 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 bigger loss for Disney and for Marvel than it would be for Sony if Tom's Spider-Man or Spider-Man himself did have to exit the MCU. Uh, that would be a huge loss at this point because all those open doors I just sort of talked about. With like Daredevil and Kingpin and Doc Ock and Punisher and all these other different things they could possibly do. If that Spider-Man deal doesn't happen again, you kind of close a lot of those doors, um, I think, or or a big connective part of those doors as well. So that's the other good parts of this as well. Um, and then yeah, bringing back uh, you know Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane will be cool as well. It'd be interesting to see if uh, MJ, uh, the current version of her, she's not actually called Mary Jane, is she? She's called MJ, as uh, Zendaya's version. If she like talks to Mary Jane or. I don't know if the three of them have a conversation or something. Uh, that would be that would be pretty interesting. Uh, so again, lots of cool doors that they could open here. Lots of interesting things that could happen. Um, again, as far as I know, there's only two completely confirmed castings here, which is Doctor Strange in Spider-Man Three and uh, Doc Ock in Spider-Man Three. Daredevil was a bit more the sort of rumored almost confirmed in talks if you will kind of thing but yeah just thought i'd share some some thoughts hey maybe you know what maybe i'm wrong about the three peter parkers on screen i i just think in my head if i imagine that it's just i don't know i it just it doesn't really work for me i'd rather i'd rather have miles and gwen uh miles morales uh spider-man and then spider gwen in there i think that that just makes a lot more sense and it gives us something we haven't actually had before which is uh, those three characters in live action. I know we, I know we've not had three Peter Parkers in live action, but you don't really need to. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it all works out. But let me know your thoughts, feelings, and opinions, and questions and comments, or maybe if you have some concerns as well uh, about anything related to Spider-Man Three or the MCU and all the different doors. I said that this could all open up. Um, look, if this all works out really, really well, we could have an even more exciting future for the MCU. Um, and especially in Spider-Man's kind of corner itself. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But you can let me know what you think. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. I believe this film is supposed to be out... Um, remember they said June or July for 2021. I don't know if that's still the case because they've obviously got they're obviously still in talks for a lot of different things. So um, it's not like the film has finished filming yet. Or anything like that. Uh, they'll probably they've probably pushed it back, and I've maybe forgotten, uh, you know, because of COVID and all that sort of thing. Um, so I don't know. We shall see. Um, but could be very very exciting. 
it could it could fall apart. This could actually fall apart. I saw a lot of people talking about like, okay, you got a lot of villains on screen, you got a lot of characters on screen. You could have another Spider-Man three situation where there's just too much going on. Like there's just too many characters and it's just too disorganized. Um, I think to to add some positivity to that because I understand where that's kind of coming from and that can be a big problem in certain things. One element to that to to throw in for positivity. That was not an MCU. That Spider-Man three that was too busy, um, which could have could have gone a lot better. There were some good ideas there, but it it didn't quite work out. Um, that was a non-MCU Sony film without Kevin Feige. Now we've got Kevin Feige there, who has made the MCU a raging success, and now you've got a proper Marvel MCU uh, Kevin Feige Spider-Man three film where the Sinister Six is potentially coming together. So. You've got a big difference there, I think, and I think that could really, really help this film as well. So we'll see how all this works out in the future, and what gets fully confirmed and what doesn't. Um, hey, maybe when these these um, deals get sort of confirmed or denied or whatever, or at some point in the future, maybe I'll come back and talk about it again, and we can talk about things uh, in a different way. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But uh, that's my thoughts for now. Let me know what you think. Like I said, uh, in the meantime, you can find everything that we've done on EntertainmentTalk.org. I have, by the way, uh, ranked all the Spider-Man films. I've reviewed Homecoming and Far From Home and Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, and I've reviewed the uh, PS4 Spider-Man game, not Miles Morales, the the 2018 Spider-Man game. So check out all those if you want my different opinions on different things related related to Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, like I said, you can find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you'd like to support, um, if you like what you've heard today and you want to support the Entertainment Talk and get involved in everything, uh, we are on Patreon. You can have a look at the $1 and $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Uh, word of mouth, you can tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds, all the different content that we've got. Um... Social media, you can do the same thing, but through Facebook and Twitter, in different Facebook groups or whatever else you're using these days. Uh, Geek Town, if you do want your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news, including whatever's going on with Spider-Man 3 and the rest of the MCU, and your general TV and film news, uh, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk. If you search for Geek Town on podcast platforms, you should be able to find uh, Geek Town Radio on there. That's the Tuesday episodes. Speaking of Geek Town, there's the Geek Town Awards. If you go to geektown.co.uk forward slash awards, you can vote for your favourite shows, games and films of 2020 and your most anticipated game shows and films um, of 2021. So go over there, geektown.co.uk forward slash awards, click the different, the different selections for the different categories, put your name and email in, uh, submit that, and you will also be entered into a prize draw as well uh, there's also something for the runner-up so you might not miss out on it entirely so go over there vote for your favorite things and uh, do that as well over on twitch uh, bex is streaming daily at the moment over on twitch trista bites trista b-y-t-e-s uh, she's streaming daily go check her out for cool fun interesting geeky stuff that she's doing uh, different video games that she's, that she's playing and general geeky chatter and all that kind of thing as well uh, i'm streaming on twitch kind of regularly uh, at the moment, if you search for eTalk UK on Twitch, uh, streaming some PES, the Master League, and a bit of Last of Us 2 and some other stuff as well. I streamed a little bit of uh, Grounded last night, the Xbox game, so check out all that on uh, eTalk UK for Twitch. And then look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>